Well, so we are continuing today in Mishnah Yomi. We find ourselves in Moed Katan, Perek Gimel, Mishnahis Vav through Zion, Mishnahis 6 and 7. So Mishnah Vav says as follows, Rabbi Eliezer Omer Meshachara Beis Hamikdosh, since the Beis Hamikdosh was destroyed, Atzeres Kishabis. Shavuos has the status like Shabbos. Now remember again, in the previous Mishnah we learned that when it comes to Abilos, when it comes to Shiva, so Shabbos is Ola Ve'enomavsik. It counts as part of the Shiva and it does not disrupt the Shiva count. It does not disrupt Shiva. Yantav, on the other hand, really essentially disrupts, concludes Shiva and of course does not count, therefore, towards the tally of Shiva. So Beliezer says, when the Beis Hamikdash stood, so when you had Shavuos, interestingly enough, even after the Yamtub of Shavuos, one had seven days afterwards to be able to bring their karmonos. But in the aftermath of the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, so obviously those seven days of Tashlum and those seven makeup days are no longer in effect. And therefore, Rabbi Eliezer says that Shavuos has the status of Shabbos when it comes to Avelos, which means that it would not go ahead and conclude Shiva, but rather, again, the external displays would be lifted and it would count, be counted towards the tally of Shiva. Rabbi Gamliel Omer, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim, Kiragalim. Rabbi Gamliel says that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur have the status of Regalim, namely, that Halach said they would stop Shiva and do not count towards the tally of Shiva. The halacha follows neither Rabbi Eliezer nor Rabbi Gamliel, rather Ella Atzeres Kirigalim. Rather, on the first point, they say Shavuos is just like every other Yamtiv, and therefore, again, if a person has a Shalom sitting Shiva, with the arrival of Shavuos, with the arrival of Shavuos, Shavuos effectively concludes the Shiva observance, assuming that one began enduring Shavuos. And furthermore, these the Chacham say, Rashanam Yom Kippurim Kishabis, Rashanam Yom Kippur have the status of Shabbos, namely that they will not conclude Shiva, but rather again they will count towards the tally of Shiva. So the truth is, Halacha Lamaisa, the way we paskin is that of course Shavuos is counted as a Yantiv, and therefore again, like a Regal, and therefore if one began to observe Shiva prior to Shavuos, the arrival of Shavuos will bring Shiva to an end. And we also pass in that both Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur have the status of a Yom Tiv as well as a Regal as well, and not a Shabbos. Therefore, again, if one began observing Shiva prior to Rosh Hashanah, prior to Yom Kippur, the arrival of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur will effectively end the Shiva. That's Mishnah above. Mishnah Zion. Mishnah 7. Ein Korin, Velocholtzin, Ve'in Mavrin. So the Mishnah over here is describing what happens if there is a Levaya, there is a funeral on Chalamayid. So we do not go ahead and do Kriya, we don't tear our clothing. Cholzin was the practice of bearing the shoulder. This was also a display of mourning during the times of the Mishnah. Mavrin refers to the Sudas Havra, which is the mourner's meal which they eat after, after the Kvura. So again, so interestingly enough to say a little bit differently, it is only the immediate relatives of the deceased who do Kriya, who bear the shoulder, and who eat the Sudas Havra. Everyone else, everyone else is not permitted to do so. In other words, whereas during the rest of the year, 
if one is present at a levaya, one has the right to participate in mourning practices. On Chalamaid, it is only the immediate family who have the right to engage in mourning practices. Furthermore, Furthermore, again, when they eat, when the mourners eat the Sudas Havra, the meal of consolation, upon coming back from the cemetery, they eat on an upright bed. It used to be the practice in the times of the Mishnah that they would overturn the beds in the home, including the beds which they would dine on, as a display of mourning. However, again, when we're talking about a Sula Savra meal of consolation that occurs on Chalamaid, they only eat on upright beds. Ein molichin lebeis avav, lo betavlo velo beis kutlo velo bekanon ela besalim. So this is actually very interesting. This is a this is a side halacha. And the side halacha is that in general, when we go ahead and we bring the Sulas Havra, the meal of consolation to the house of the mourner, so the Mishnah says we don't go ahead and bring it on a tavla. Tavla is an expensive tray. Uh, is kutla is a silver bowl. Kanon is a fancy basket. Rather, elobesalim. Salim means plain willow baskets. The idea over here is, the Gemara explains that it used to be that the wealthy would bring the meal of consolation to the mourners in very expensive utensils. And of course, it embarrassed and humiliated those who did not have. Therefore, Chazal instituted that when it comes to mourning, when it comes to mourning, or when it comes to delivering the meal of consolation, everyone brings it in the same simple willow baskets. The idea is, you see this, by the way, the same idea that Chazal instituted with how we bury the dead. Everyone buries the dead in the same way, the same plain shroud, the same plain casket. You know, on a deeper level, death is the great equalizer. Doesn't make a difference if you're very wealthy and powerful or if you're very poor and simple, right? Death occurs to everyone. So because death is the great equalizer, because death is the common experience of man, Chazal really made it that the mourning practices are supposed to be streamlined as well so that everyone, no matter what their station in life, mourns the same way. So the Mishnah ends off by saying, We do not recite Berchas Avelim. Berchas Avelim, the Gemara explains, was a special bracha that they used to say to the mourners after the Levaya, Baruch Menachem Avelim. This is bracha. We don't say this bracha today, but we do not recite this bracha in Chalamait. Ava omdim b'shura u'menachemim u'potrin esarabim. But ultimately, after the, after the burial, we stand in two lines. We offer words of comfort, but immediately after that, we go ahead and disperse the public. In other words, we tell people, go home, because remember again, even though you could do a kvura on Chalamai, you could do a burial on Chalamai, but Shiva does not begin until after Chalamai. So we'll allow people to stand in lines and to go ahead and give some level of comfort, but right after they go ahead and issue, you know, or utter some basic words of comfort, ultimately, again, we disperse them and tell them to go home. All right, we will stop over here for today. Shkai everyone. Looking forward to finishing Meseches Mai Cotton. And Hashem tomorrow.